What would be fun for you to talk about? Fun? Yeah. Fun? <laughs> what of that? Fun? What's fun? What uh, is fun? Fun. <laughs> I feel like I wasn't. I, like I, wasn't pre- I wasn't present after September. <laughs> I feel like I wasn't. I wasn't here. There was a time when time went by, and I had a sense of heteronormative standards. I mean, and then we uncolonized minds. <laughs> <laughs> And we were gone when autumn came. <laughs> By the way, hold on. Wait, what's what's your name? Oh, are we here? Oh, I'm I Jason. Oh, I'm I'm Aaron, and and that's short for for. We're, we're J and A are gay. We're we're very gay. Quite as we as you just heard, Aaron belting out uh, a a Mis ballad ballad. The Lamez ballad into the into the woke refrain. God damn it. Here we are, everyone. It's all happening. Hey, what I don't know. What have you guys well, been well, up well, to? Well, we, we, it's, it's, been, it's been quite some time since we've been here. I mean, we kind of were like, we're gonna go to brunch and record tomorrow, and then we'll figure it out. We'll figure uh, it out. <laughs> Jason, this is actually quite literally the first time I'm even seeing you on a Zoom. I know. Like, it's I been know. quite so it's been so long. So much has been happening. We we have so much to catch My you up God. on, everyone. Oh my God! It's talk about life coming back. It came back and hit, it hit us in the ass. We really did. Like 2021 kicked in, and I think everyone, whether we wanted to or not, was like, "Fuck this! I'm <laughs> I'm gonna I need to feel like I live my goddamn life, especially in New York City." Right? Jesus Christ! I was like, I need to be able to hop on a bike. I need to be able to like go live. You love that bike? I do. I you really do. Well, the bike is actually quite perfect for the for this. Uh, health chapter in our history right because it's kind of the that's true no i i try not to go underground it almost kind of feels like back during another major event in new york city a long time ago where i didn't get on the the trains but the blackout is, or or the other one the other the one, one the right? one before the blackout yeah the one before the blackout why don't we just start on a, on a cheery note for, for this <laughs> happy new year let's, let's immediately go into and I, I, I just realized i was talking into the wrong part of my mic Okay. And I'm in fear. I'm I'm getting a new mic set up, everyone. So because okay. we really pride ourselves on our dulcet. We really do. We really do. So uh, anyway, going full circle. Yeah, I mean, I just think all of us were like, "Fuck it," right? Like, I want to have feel like I have my life back. And New Yorkers, we've really been behaving. Ninety percent of us are fucking vaccinated in an eight million person population. That's astounding. It really is. Because I mean, we're we're a community based. Type people we yes we want to do what's best for the greater good we live we live inches away from each other on <laughs> you, you know? yeah you can't help but give a shit about the person next to you on a very basic level yeah. you know I, I always say this in a lot of ways i think new york city really is a template for what when people say oh i want peace and i'm like the fact that we don't implode every day with these many people and we it's don't a, 
it's actually yeah. I love walking around the city. I the thing yes. I the thing I love most about the city and what I miss when I'm not here is you can walk. I, sometimes I take my earbuds out and I walk down the street and you can hear a family speaking Chinese, a family speaking uh, French, a family speaking pa- you know, a, a Pakistani family. You just are seeing so many different cultures mm-hmm. at once. Go to Queens and you can eat it. Yeah, exactly <laughs> there, right. You, you can go. You can go eat whatever culture you want. Like we're so close and we're so diverse. It's a true melting pot. Uh, I don't have to remind anyone of that. We know that, but that's what makes New York so wonderful. And this is why we care about who is next to us. Exactly. <laughs> because it, it, the, the funny thing is, it's that we're just all trying to get through. And that's what actually creates our sense of community. Now, much like a real family, we would never admit this to each other. Like you don't say it, but it's sort of just, you know, it's just the unspoken. So uh, circling that back around, you know, I think all of us wanted to fucking live our life. I have been yeah. seeing so much theater, which we'll get into later as in terms so of like, much. It's simple because I was just like, it's weird. I didn't think about it. I didn't talk about it. I have not, I've, I've been very quiet on, on uh, social media, which actually, uh, let, let's talk about this for a second, shall we? Uh, Jason Kerr, yes. my, my friend, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've been like, do, we should do a show someday. I, there was a time when we what used to hop on mics and people edited things for us. And by people, I mean me. Yes. And we're grateful. We are grateful. We are grateful. So the kids these days are really into a thing called mental health, which I'm super into because as you know, uh, a, a Mexican guy, um, we we didn't really talk about our feelings growing up in my culture and community and family. Now we do, uh, kind of, but it changes. <laughs> so basically, Aaron... I just talked about myself in the third person. That's horrifying. That's anyway, where we are. So Aaron, so Aaron, this fucking dude, this this host guy, owner of two companies, small business owner, really. Um, I had to take a little mental health break. So my grandfather, my beloved grandfather, patriarch of our family, and really my father figure, uh, passed away in July, and I did not realize. That I was like, yo, I need, I need to, I actually, you know, it's interesting for as declarative as I am on certain days that the caffeine's kicked in, I said nothing. I kind of was like, mm-hmm. and just weirdly my bandwidth was gone and I'm like, mm. I'm just going to breathe. Um, and also kind of have the luxury and the burden of like being the person who figures out how does this algorithm work? It was just sort of unspoken. And now that I'm kind of like coming out of it, I'm like, yo, you've never really done that. And for what it's worth, it was fucking dope because I just went to theater. I wasn't really posting on social media. I kind of like unplugged. A lot of people from my life from back in the day were visiting the city once they could. So I kind of reconnected as a human being. As I always said to my acting students, (laughs) you have to have a life in order to portray life. That's so, true. you know what I'm very saying? True. So it's like, if we're not living our life, uh, how, how the fuck are we going to talk about it? You know what yeah. I mean? And living truthfully, living truthfully, living truthfully and just being fucking real. So that's, that's where we've been. And by Ben, this motherfucker has been so fucking insanely busy. My God. Jason, my God. You know what? 
oftentimes I say, no, you're not busy. I'm busy. But in this instance, <laughs> Jason <laughs> is, <laughs> I'm busy. No, I, I lost my goddamn mind. I just want to comment on that, that, that your mental health break though. It, yes, like please. It's, like it's real though, guys. Um, my mother died many years ago and I, 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 I told myself I was super busy and I kind of, I went through the things and I didn't, and I, I didn't really like stop and that shit caught up with me. Like, it, <laughs> and I, and it caught up with me and I didn't realize it caught up with me and how it was weighing me down and influencing other things like, and, and just life in general, like you got to take time to process shit. Um, that's, that's something I, I learned towards the end of pandemic when I was starting to lose my mind. <laughs> Oh my God! Right, but, but th- things will come back to haunt you. You kind of got to, you kind of got to deal with it. Well, also there was a little bit to me like of a reverse fatigue. You know this shit. You kind of were the same way. I was so balls to the wall, uh, right when shelter in place happened, kind of out of nervousness and like trying to figure out what is going to happen to my career, life, yeah. and company, and people. I, I'm trying to, you know, advocate for because theater went first. I- Correct. Peter went, and, and it's going again. Uh, but, oh, but we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about that later. We'll Ooh, talk about that later. That has to be a whole episode, I think, actually. We really got to, <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts about that. We Maybe maybe we'll bring on a guest. God bless them. Um, so, yeah. So I kind of got in reverse where, like, I was I was telling my therapist. I was like, you know, I'm almost more tired now. Like, because people kind of took a year off. And I was like, And now it's sort of come back. But, you know, whatever this is, everyone, listen, we are living through a major moment in history where young, young people later, well, kind of around my age. No, kidding. Young people will be like, what what was it? No one. You know, listen, it's like Methuselah, really. It's like when I asked my my aunt, what was it like during the bubonic plague? And she, you know, (laughs) she said to me, I was baking bread. Much like most of us here. Yeah, exactly. You know, we're doing exactly. it, everyone. We're doing it. We're also simultaneously, some of us are being homosexuals. Something that's exciting, though. Thank you, Jason, for that. I, I appreciate it. It's important for people to hear that. I mean, really think about the times, that you, taking a break sometimes. Like, like Michaela Cole said, sometimes you have to go away. You, sometimes you have to go away. And I, and I some, believe that some, wholeheartedly. Some, sometimes you have to, you, you know, sometimes in the great words of Garbo, I want to be alone. She's my hero. Oh my God. She literally was like, I'm not aging on camera. Um, good for you. Well, not for nothing, but the truth of the matter is like, when you think about those people, I think what happened there is. If you as an actor, and you know this, Jason, because you have this in you, I don't really have it per se. Like, I can get on a mic and I'm cool. But, like, that exhibitionism that's necessary as an actor, if you lose that, I could see how the gig is awful. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because you can't, you can't, you have, it's something you have to kind of turn off and on. It's really, like, it's exhausting for me. I, I, I know it seems like, like, like it's not. It can be exhausting. Well, you're very on, though. Like, I mean that in a good way. Like, it's it's your raison d'etre. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it really well, is. People also expect... The thing about me, too, sometimes um, is I have this horrible, like, mouth. And people, people know about it and people want it. But sometimes I can't give it to you. Sometimes I'm not mm. there. Sometimes I don't feel like insulting people. Sometimes I'm not... I'm, I'm not you don't want to do it. 
sometimes. Yes, 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 absolutely. And, you know, it's like RuPaul and Oprah both, you know, came out of the closet as being extroverted introverts. You know what I mean? I, I, I actually thought I was for a minute. I, I thought I was that for a minute. I know I'm fully extrovert. I know that for sure. You, I know. I would actually, I would agree because where you, you're, to me, the definition of an extrovert, to me, uh, is someone who actually likes to kind of live in the middle of the hub. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're yeah. very comfortable there in the middle of the hub. You're very comfortable. Yeah. Like you enjoy social settings. I really do. Imagine, imagine that. You really it's do. Crazy. And crazy. I, I I admire that. Uh, I do have to, to go away sometimes. Uh, yes, that is true. But, you know, you definitely do, and I, I appreciate that. I, I I have a solid 45 in me when I go out. Um, and <laughs> No, I really I, do. I like I, about you when, when, when we do go out. You're like, okay, oh, we don't have that much time. Yeah, oh, my God. I'm like 20-minute circle twice. <laughs> We have to go. I have to go now. <laughs> and here's the thing: I can even feel cute, like be like, "Oh, I look, I look." You know, this this is working. Everything's sitting. The wig is working. Everything's working, right? That, um, when, the, the, when your wig is working, that's a lot. That's a lot of of work and pins it's a and system of pulleys and strings. Uh, <laughs> you know, everything defying gravity. That hair. defying gravity, truly. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> even then, I'm like, I have to go now. But to that end, I think apps have really kind of ruined us because we we do get a little bit of like door dashing uh, social interactions. Yeah. And speaking of door dashing social interactions, I need to stop ordering so much of that fucking shit. Uh, anyway, less oh, about mess. that. Yeah, it'll Girl, break your bank. It's an addiction. And they um, had that 15% going on for a while, baby. Go fuck yourself. I, I can't take it. I'm like, why are you ordering a, a never mind. Um, why are you ordering like, a cheesecake? Don't, just no, say it. No, I'm not. I don't feel like I know these people well enough. Okay, so, well. Uh, to come out of the closet about something, though, we do want to announce that for for 2021, the oh wait for 2022. <laughs> I know it's like it's like a whole year went by, right? Wow, our time is taffy. For 2022, we are coming out of the closet as bi. We are going to aspire to be bi-weekly. You're going to get us twice a month, like it or not. Hopefully you like it. If you like it, maybe you'll get more. Who knows? It's hard to say. Who, who knows? Who knows? It's who hard knows? to say. Um, okay. Jason. Yes. She's been busy. She's been really busy. Let's let's go back to it. There, there, you so this homosexual. <laughs> notice how I, I tried to I wanted so badly to use. You wanted the, to say it. You could say it. I wanted to say it. I could, I could people, say it. People have words. We're, 2021. We're, we're slowly. This might be your first. We have to time teabag listening, and we, we have, have to teabag them into it. We have to teabag you into it. Yeah. Okay. Now, I, I will say, um, actually, no, we're going to let that go. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> Jason, you know, some people get gigs and they're like, oh, I'm so happy to be, you know, at the Sheboygan, you know, box office making life happen, um, which that's a wonderful thing, too. Hmm, I felt like a read. So anyway, but anyway, you know, uh, there's a lot of ways to make, you know, ends meet in the city. And this homosexual has been doing it in subtle uh, venues and places like Broadway, <laughs> um, the Metropolitan Opera, you know, just like small, 
non-commercial uh, endeavors. <laughs> I was like, how is this hooker just randomly at the Met? Like, I don't understand. I, yeah. No, I mean, no, I do understand. Yeah. It was, but it, it I just, insane. it was just, it was you, you, I would like you to unpack this double whammy. Oh and then God. also the double whammy of, of you on Broadway also dealing with kind of the first black farcical comedy that had hit Broadway too. I mean, it really, it really is just a huge pile. Please unpack this. God damn it. Uh, Yeah. This this might be the first time I'm really unpacking this. I haven't really talked about it. Well, you've Uh, kind of been running. Yeah. I've been (laughs) running like crazy. This, this past like week is like the first time I've like stopped and like, I've been, I've been, I actually started writing again and like right, you jotting stuff, stuff, stuff down because I didn't have time during that time to do it. Do any of Did that. Did you get some booty? No, I'm not because of this damn pandemic. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. I'm not, I'm, and I'm going on vacation in a few weeks and I'm trying to like not bring it with me, you know? Very smart. So I've, I've, I've abstained, but those boys in Hawaii better watch out because she's coming. Hey. Um, hey. I, let's push this in Hawaii because I'm, I want to make sure that boys let's know I'm coming. Let's yeah, do it. Yes. It. Um, no. Okay. So um, I, I, I used to work Broadway, at, Broadway, Broadway Met. So I used to work at Circle in the Square. Um, uh, and, and I've done a lot of things there. I've bartended. I've portered. I've, I've, uh, I've done like little things here and there. I've, I've, there I've was done the, there, right? uh, the Holiday Glory Hall. Oh my God, that was a busy time. That, that I mean, may have been equal to, uh, uh, but I, I made less money. Well, uh, but but I, I, they asked me if I wanted to come an assistant house manage um, for for a bit. I was like, sure. You know, I, you know, I, I didn't really know all that entailed. Uh, but I said, hey, I have this show coming up at the Met for Game Bass, which I had already signed my contract to do. Um, and they're like, okay, we'll we'll allow, we'll allow you to do it. So, um, this this show is Chicken and Biscuits. Chicken and Biscuits opened on on October tenth. I was in the rehearsal room for Por- to remount Porgy and Bass on October eleventh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and life from that point became insane because I was living two very different lives. <laughs> to be clear, he's helping run a Broadway house during a pandemic. During the pandemic and simultaneously during the pandemic in Porgy and Bess at the Metropolitan Opera House. Remounting an opera. And, and, and I have to add that I was a cover on the show last time. I, I, I didn't go. I wasn't in the show last time. Yes. Uh, so this time I got to be in the show, which is a whole different experience, a whole can of, can of worms, which is life changing, truly. Um, but to live this life of like being in charge of a house <laughs> while doing a show was so surreal. Uh, and all, in the meantime, I, I also dog sit too. So I was dog sitting you, and moving, dog sitting. And moving around as I was doing all of this. I nearly lost my ever-loving mind. Well. But I did it. I didn't know I coin. Do, I didn't know I could do something so hard. I really did. Yes. I yes. Really yeah. And also to be in the middle of this fucking madness and to be gigging. Yeah. Yeah. What did you question? Okay, let's talk about this. Let's talk uh-huh. about homosexual dreams. Yes. What was it like that first audience being on stage at the fucking Met? My God. They were incredible. Um, 
It's a 4,000 seat house. Oh, I always um, forget that. Yeah. It's almost 4,000. It's a little under 4,000 seats. Um, and they were on their feet immediately when the show was over. Everyone's so appreciative to see operas again. I mean, I was there for the premiere of um, Fire Shut Up in My Bones. Which, yes. If, How was it? Oh, my God. Talk about and, – and, and shout out to this cast of Porgy and Bess. Um, they are making his. They made history twice at the Met. We made history with Porgy and Bess because it hadn't been there in um over twenty years. Over yes, in New York in over twenty years at the Met in over thirty years. Um, there's a cast member um, uh, who was in that production. There are two cast members who were in that production uh, of Porgy and Bess thirty years ago who were in this production. And holy shit, to, to talk to them was was astounding to get the perspective on things was astounding uh, incredible wow. I'm, I'm not going to say that my staff at circle and square isn't amazing but because they are incredible but the staff at the met does so much and to watch them do it and execute it in a, in a timely fashion is remarkable um oh just the tech of it is unbelievable 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 I, I ask a lot of questions when i'm backstage because it, it's fascinating to know what these guys go through what these amazing local one guys are are, are doing on a day-to-day basis i mean it's, it's just unbelievable that like you, how safe the met kept everybody it's, to tell you the truth i am in shock but these opera singers were in their masks i <laughs> i love watching like pros people have been doing this forever like denise graves i'm watching her singing in a mask and the voice is no different. <laughs> really? These voices are, I mean, every so often they'll pull their mask away from their face because they're, I mean, they're doing so many things with their, with their mouth. Um, but they're, we, were all, we rehearse in masks. Wow. Yeah. At the mask. Wow. Yeah. We, we I don't didn't take them realize off. that. We don't take them off until, we didn't take them off until we were running the show. Hmm. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So you did you did dress without the masks. We did dress we did dress without the mask, but we did tech in masks. Unreal. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. It re- That's it, un- it, it, These so, people are, are incredible. But yeah, um the the Met is is a beautiful place. If you haven't seen anything at the Met, go see it. See multiple things in in the season so you can kind of see what the stage does. Yes. Cuz what they do on that stage I've never seen anything like it in my whole life. And I've worked on Broadway, like in Broadway houses for years. <laughs> yeah. Years. Yeah. Oh, it's a whole other animal. It's something else. It really and I think is. they're actually doing a good job with making it feel more accessible, which is. I agree. I agree. Which they're is, really doing which is, the work. Yeah, which is key, which is paramount. Well, yeah. you know, so <laughs> Jason has been Ooh. casually. Well, I'm fine. Uh, Jason, has <laughs> been, Jason has been casually. Um, just running all over town in the biggest uh, commercial avenues as possible. <laughs> and I've been um, single. So there's that. Um, shocking. You're it, a I, I am kind of a lesbian in a sense. You know, it's funny to really like connection. Also to not believe in heteronormative constructs, mm. but to also sort of like, like the idea of marriage in the sense that I like the idea of teaming up with someone but are you, you know, the person that that's going to call the person uh their partner forever wait we re- re- say that again 
are, are you going to be the person that calls their their significant other their partner forever? Are you that oh, person? no. If I got married, I'm going to Betty Davis that shit and be like, hello, Jason, have you met my husband? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, every chat. I'm like, oh, uh, hello, everyone. Uh, hi. Yeah, so have you, uh, this is my husband. Um, <laughs> Sir? Well, I, well, I think what you need out. to understand <laughs> is that my husband and I are, are going upstate for the holidays. Well, my husband thinks that uh, that's not the best idea, and I have to say that I I agree. Oh, excellent! With my have you husband. met my husband? Um, <laughs> yeah, I really like the idea of that. For I and I don't know actually if I'm really going to unpack this in this moment. I almost wonder if I want to get married just for the bit. Hmm. It's tempting, it's, isn't it? You know what I'm saying? Because not for nothing, my, my, you know, the boys I know who've gotten married, they're definitely the same way where they're like, well, my husband uh, <laughs> doesn't like that movie. Like, and I just, you know, listen, it's, it's a funny thing, right? Because it, anyway, we'll unpack that in another episode. I'm going to let that it, go. I know like, yeah. No, it's, don't tell me. No, no, let, let, let's go. Come well, on. It's I mean, like having, having a strange sexual experience just for the story. Yeah. You know, sometimes I take one, you know, I'll take one for the team. Like I have to be attractive, but every now and then I'll be like, huh. And in, in terms of sex, I have to say, I've really been getting to know a lot more about myself. I have to say in my forties and in particular kind of now, right? Like it's for you. Yeah. You're you know, it's just, 40. I'm in the, you know, I'm, you know, I can't even uh, see you from where I am. No, it's really true. Um, just deep, deep, deep in the back of the forest, hoping for the best. <laughs> You know, ah. apps apps downloaded for days. And it's interesting because I think sometimes, you know, the preciousness of some gays, or, or just everyone in general, really, is, you know, they, they, oh, you shouldn't have sex right away. And I'm like, mm. you know, sex is a language. It's a form of communication. And it's also the thing that makes you more than friends. Do you know what I mean? So, uh, and actually sometimes, and for what it's worth, I don't believe in any of that either. You can have, be friends and fuck. I believe in that too. I believe in that fully. But you, you have to, it has to be the right balance. You can see, yes. you have to know who, because there are people you want on your side. They're like, I have my friends and then I have the people in between. Friends with benefits, <laughs> FWBs, yeah, yeah. right? F that should be a, that should be a boy band. So being single, you know, one of the things that we've all been traversing is these fucking apps. Yes, which leads us to a new segment we're calling the Grinder Monologue. Uh, this little gem was two thousand three hundred and fifty-two feet away when I noticed it. Oh my god! Uh, so much so that I I had to get in touch with Jay, son Kerr, and share this with <laughs> with my friend. Username: Fuck my pink stink twenty nine. Make it clap and slap. Cold AF, freezing my tits off late Thanksgiving night. A hot fuck wanted to plow me at the park. He fucked me on a picnic table, on the ground, and near a lake. We went two to three rounds and left around 5 a.m. Got stamina with a King Kong D, HMU, devil face. Okay, <laughs> let's, let's, let's unpack this. Got stamina with a King Kong. Okay, first of all, the fact that he set us up with, picture it. Picture it. Sicily. Yes. 
Make it clap and slap. Cold Listen, AF. I love a good onomatopoeia. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a use of it. But exactly. You know, I mean, listen. Oh my god. I love that this first of all, let's talk about let's unpack it. There's cold as fuck and he was freezing his tits off late on Thanksgiving night. It was cold on Thanksgiving. It was, but I mean, where was one just on a hot Thanksgiving night, a hot fuck wanted to plow me at the park? Oh, I see. Well, there's so many parks dedicated to to this uh act. Then we continue to go down to the picnic table and on the ground and near a lake. Clearly, no one was around. I mean, it's pretty outrageous if you think about it. Is this by Jackie O Reservoir? Which lake is this? Also, like, when, how much time was between those rounds if you left around 5 a.m.? And at what time did you go to said park? It's just not good. And why were you not tired? Oh my God, honey, it's. I know, I know, I know. We're we're not judging you. We're not judging you. As much as we're advising. Towards a healthier existence. Towards a healthier existence, uh, you know, li- living your goddamn life. Well, okay, everyone. So that that concludes our first segment, the Grinder monologues. Let us know what you think. Feel free to. Send or if you have one, if you have one, send it to us. Oh my yeah. god, hit us up at J N A R G A on our fucking socials and uh, send it over. As uh, now that we're biweekly and making this shit happen. All right, everyone. So here we are. It's 2021 is 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 past. And now here we are in 2022. And, you know, there were some things that I think stuck out to us that were highlights of the year. Um, or just, I don't know, whatever the hell we really think it is. No, things that were highlights of the year. And uh, Jason, for you, you mentioned a lot about the fucking B-Way, right? Commercial yeah. theater being back yeah. and theater in general being back. And then you being in the belly of the beast Whew. while it was back. How, how are you feeling about everything reopening and now kind of shutting the fuck back down again because of where we are because of omicron i can't say that people weren't taking things seriously but i can say that some people probably weren't taking things seriously um yes our, our theater we i mean we knew that um if we got shut down for 10 days that we wouldn't make it um we knew that so we buckled up on our protocol and we still got hit Broadway shows are now flying people from different parts of the world to, to, oh, yeah. to, to get these shows going. I mean, it's kind, of, it's kind of crazy, but there's things like the Radio City Music Hall. Like, why wasn't the audience masked? Like, what? who was in charge of that? Like, who thought that was Oh, a wait idea? a second. I didn't hear about that. They, yeah. They were, the wait audience, a second. The audience was not masked for Radio City Music Hall. One of the, the large venues in the city and you have the audience running amok in that house, of course you're going to have... Oh, my crew. God. Yeah. They weren't required to be masked? No, because I think it ran, it ran under some stadium... Uh, some some weird category. I think it's because it was like a stadium or something like that. So I think the, uh, the COVID officer made that call. Yeah, but also, was it a vaccinated experience? I believe so. Um, I don't know that for sure. It had to have been. Well, also, let's, I mean, I think it's something that let's talk about <clears throat> that's a positive, right? The total and complete 360 
of the historic amount of Black playwrights. That's been amazing. And shows on Broadway. And, you know, more than anything else, I'm happy that all this has happened in terms of, like, kind of immediately reading the room, right? Yeah. And I just hope that it is not a fluke and that we continue to see things pushing the boundaries of of the B-Way. To that end, though, I think something we got to open up in another conversation maybe is, you know, I'm not sure how viable that template is, not the content, just like the business of it. I, I The margins are very rough, you know, but, but yeah, in terms of like how it works with all this pandemic pandemicness. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, we have some stuff coming. We have Skeleton Crew coming. We have a strange loop coming. A strange loop. I am gentlemen. so excited about it. Needed, whole, it when I saw it, I said, I said, it, this needs a Broadway run. Oh my God, please. I mean, and then I'm so thrilled. Listen, any of you who listen, the 4FS podcast is basically the highlights of like strange loopers in, in that <laughs> show. No, we got Rona Siddiqui, yeah, right. who's the music director. We have Jason VC, who's a fucking legend. legend. L. Morgan Lee. And then we've got uh, auxiliary to that, our badass uh, Morgan Siobhan Green, who I went yeah. to go see in fucking Hadestown. Yeah. I have to say, that was a highlight for me, was actually getting to travel and see a friend open something up at the Washington, at the that. Kennedy Center. Yeah. Holy shit. It was unbelievable, right? Like, it was just uh, so amazing. Uh, to that end, though, you know, I have to say, I saw a lot of theater, too, and it was a highlight for me. And I realized it was almost like I needed just the fix. It was almost irrelevant what I was seeing. And, you know, yeah. like, I, I took a break from social media, so I wasn't posting about it, which was kind of nice, because I just got to digest that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And also seeing how commercial theater audiences right now yo, they're like not down to sit for a long time anymore. Like people, no, I man. Think no, people are chatty. It chatty, get, chatty McGee. Well, it depends on the audience because, um, <laughs> the, the Met did also did, uh, the Wagner, um, the Nuremberg, uh, and that is a healthy six hours long. Holy shit. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how people sat through that. Well, I mean, listen, I mean, but that's also, it depends. But to, to that end, you know, I went to everything from like Harry Potter to Slave Play. And um, actually at Slave Play, you know, I didn't see it the first time around. Incredibly so. Um, so good. I thought that was interesting that that was a quiet audience, but it made sense because, you know, that is literally, I know that sounds like an oxymoron, but that's a play that if you don't listen to the <clears throat> words, you're fucked. You got to really listen. I think you know? I went, I think I went on, um, <coughs> excuse me. I think I went on Black Night Out. Uh, oh amazing play. wait did you go the first time or this this round the first time the first time i think i, w I wouldn't mind unpacking that play a little my, bit my uh, my audience was not quiet but i mean that's okay i, I was I, quiet. I was very vocal throughout the well i mean show. it's i was taken aback with that show that it it was i think what i was so surprised by were were the mechanics of it and not like in some way that I thought that was groundbreaking, but I was like, oh, this is a play. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean that in a very, and like, very in a very straightforward way. Right. I was like, this is like, actually, ironically, in many ways, it is kind of groundbreaking uh, because of its popularity and because of the, the subject matter, obviously. But at its core, it's like an old school play, isn't it? it? it I, I love that it uses the absurd to really nail the point home. Yes. I yes. Mean, how I, I, I'm always amazed 
Like I was, I was, I re I rewatched uh, um, Ben de la Creme and Jinx Monsoon's Christmas special last night. I rewatched it because of you, and I was like, well, you know, it's really dark and it's good. It's really like, fucking amazing. It really it's, it's is incredible. Like, yes. I, I honestly think it's it's my top. It's in my top three Christmas specials because it's so well done and in the pocket of the moment. Um, and they use the absurd to really drive the point home. It, it, it's so good. Oh, it's, yeah. It's the true meaning of camp. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. A, a, as, in, as in slave play is the true meaning of absurdism. It really uses it, the absurdism to drive that amazing point home. Yeah, but what's interesting is like the absurdism, I don't want to, let's not give it away, but the absurdism that's used to set it up that leads into more or less, I mean, literally the discussion, right? Yeah, yeah. Didn't you feel though that that part of it was very like that's what i'm saying i'm like wow this is a play like yeah. you know what i mean yeah i'm like huh you know how interesting and i to be to be fair i was like i don't remember the last time i've seen it. like a play 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 do you know what i mean like i know it sounds so silly but it really you know that's kind of how i felt it, it reminded me of a of a of a um uh god what's his name edward albee play in some way in some way yes no it was very yes. edward albee-ish Right, which is you know interesting to say about a queer you know super white guy. Well, Edward Albee was to, a queer. To, yeah, well playwright. there you so go. They, there's that. They actually were queer voices. They're both queer. I mean, at the end, yeah. of, queer voices who somehow ended up in commercial theater. Yeah, because you know to, to be clear, Albee shit. I mean, I know we all listen. He, yeah, of course. Like the the respect is there, but I mean that shit is out. Like it is O U T, honey. Like fucking tiny Ellis, what the fuck? Like, do you know? You know, and, and God bless Marianne Seldes being like, the play is about whatever you want it to be. About. <laughs> I would I, sometimes I would ask Edward a question about the play, and he would say to me, "What does it mean to you?" I mean, there's that. There is. That. I mean, he did have a point of view. I mean, when you look at his plays, like, I mean, I mean. uh, Virginia Woolf is the best example. It's it's clearly about something. Oh my god! I mean, without question. What no? But what I'm saying is, he could go from like that madness to like Virginia Woolf is just a great play. Yeah, it's like a great it's living a room. Great, play. it's a great living room play. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. On that level of people whose words had enough weight to it with character development. Yeah, I was like, oh, this motherfucker wrote a play. Yeah, man, like a really good play. Yeah, you know, and I I was sort of. In the traditionalness of it, if I dare say that about something so groundbreaking, right? Especially for commercial theater, I was. It felt very cozy to me, you know. Like I, 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 I settled into that piece. Like I put on a nice little cardigan and was like, "Oh, word, yeah." Like I know. Well, when you get when when you get to the second half of the play, it is a living room play. I I actually just thought about that. You're actually you're actually completely right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was like, "Oh, this yeah. is a fucking play." Like. You know, I was because you know all the all the noise about it. Sure, and like, yes, agreed. Like, I'm yeah. there with it. I, I have a lot a lot of thoughts, and I'm going to go see it a couple more times, God willing. Uh, but you know, to that end, I think actually too, where I was the most taken aback is I did not realize how much it was also about sexual politics between couples, baby. And I found That's that all to I be, saw. that I found that to be so fascinating. You know what I mean? It, 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 in, in the same way that, like, Virginia Woolf is about, you know, not, not to really compare the two, because um, they're two very different people, is, it, is about deals. I think that this, this play deals, deals with the, the deals between couples. 
Because some people, yes. sometimes, I think sometimes deals expire. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, which, you know, kind of leads me to, you know, exactly, which sort of leads me to, like, where I think, you know, my head's at a lot these days is the the politics of 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 coupling or pursuing coupling or, you know, not that the point of this podcast is, like, romance, but in that sense, I I thought it was such a fascinating slice of life into like contemporary coupling. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the fact that then you add the politics, uh, an emotional weight of race and Ooh. it's, you know, it's a, it's an electric evening of theater. Right. Yeah. And to that end, um, I, you know, it also is just really lovely. Not that this isn't the case all the time, but you know, to see such a naturalistic, and I know that parts of it were heightened, but when we really got to the core of it, yeah. such a naturalistic group of theater actors, yeah, man. you know? And like, don't get me wrong, they were playing to the house. Like, they were playing for a play. They weren't yeah. doing that fucking thing where people do a movie. And I'm like, no, no, no. It can look like a movie and feel like a movie, but you're on fucking stage, motherfucker. I understand, understand how you're being staged. You need Listen to be to seen. Right. And it was a masterclass in seeing these reasonably young ensemble of actors really giving you like theater acting down do you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah. like they just the technique it was so good yeah and i thought that actually <laughs> this is a weird transition but i thought the same thing when i saw harry potter i was oh, like I wow seen, yeah. girl let's go together yeah. oh my god it's, it's yeah because it's totally affordable because oh, it's one know, act it, now well it's one act and also that's why i went because i was like i'm gonna treat myself for christmas it was like i was shocked that that was the sale that day i was like oh, okay wow. i'm going wow. yeah it was like like, like barely a hundred dollars for prime orchestra i was like oh, okay. look at her she's yeah living, so, she's I, so her you life. know yes honey i was like i'm going i listen i had just gotten off of freelancing i had worked literally uh back to back like 30 hours and 48 and i was like i'm going to the tonight <laughs> um and i went to that show and the you know aside from you know things being you know i loved it but I was like, wow, the acting is really fucking solid in this piece. Wow. You know, and I, I think that's what I missed <clears throat> is I missed just seeing people Did flex. Yeah, man. You know, missing the crew flex, missing the, yeah. the, the house management oh. flex, missing the 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 whole crew, not just the actors. Like just to walk into a theater and immediately go back to the grumpy catness of everyone working. And it just felt so nice. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it oh feels my God. It's so good to be back in the theater these days. It really does. Yeah. You know, and, and like, like on any level, as a, as a, as a, as a patron, as a actor, as a, as a worker, like it just feels so good to be back. Oh my God. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's been, and it's such a, like a, a thing from seeing everything from like starting the summer off from in Harlem with uh king richard seize the king there it is oh i didn't see it i didn't see that it was it was fucking great from seize the king to actually you know what jason another thing about it that was the fucking highlight of 2021 for me to see theater you know again seeing theater yeah man just being being back playing fucking make-believe you know and also realizing that my relationship to the theater has changed a little bit with this time off how so not in a bad way. I think that's something actually we'll unpack in another episode. Um, but it's changed in a way that's related to my own career and sort of like what I want to get accomplished. So, yeah. Um, well, okay. We'll talk more about that. Another, we'll talk time. more about that. Yeah. All right. And then there'll be a little bit of... Also, go right. see Carolina Change. As we're oh, honey. Shows. 
Oh, I mean, I, I have. Every oh, time I, I see that, every oh, time I, I see it. the show, I have a new breakthrough of which, of like, like it's 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 like Into the Woods, where it meets you where you are in life, and you discover you were able to discover things about yourself just because the piece exists. Like it's so fucking good. Well, and the thing that he did with this piece, which was interesting to kind of have, you know, this British white guy, right? Um, Is look Tony British? His... Wait. I don't think Tony's British. The, pl- the, the pl- director? The, oh, the director. I'm thinking, I'm sorry, the, I'm talking about, I'm talking, I, I, I meant the book writer. Pardon me. No, the director's white. Oh, no, Tony's, Tony, no. No, but yeah, to have American. this, like, you know, this, you know, Tony Kushner wrote the book, you know, uh, queer Jewish white man. And then, you know, the director was white as opposed to, I'm only saying that because the mounting of the original was George, uh, legendary Wolf. George C. Legend. Wolf. And this is the first time I've seen a, a George C. Wolf um, remounted. It Like, I've seen the, the original and I've seen uh, the the remounting. I've never seen that before. I've seen, yes. like, I've seen Angel in America, but I've never, I've never seen the original Angel in America. Exactly so, the same. This is the first time I'm I'm experiencing this brilliance on this level. <laughs> exactly the same. Yes, I I got to see the first one too, and was like very much. It was like a I was uh, confounded by it when I first saw it. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Um, in a good way. But to that end, uh, I what I thought was cool with this production is they brought out the. I mean, it was there with George, but the fantasticalness of it, right? Because of you think about it, I'm like, oh yeah, the characters are like a radio and a laundry machine and you know and and like the moon and like they brought out the fantasticalness of that then to really highlight the next generation of the kids became so much more it's the first time i really got it i really understood it i was like oh and then obviously everyone was amazing and to actually to the way they portrayed the jewish family who caroline works for via casey levy kind of reminding everyone that she's an actress right Maybe. i was like acting i was like i was like oh casey levy's an actress yeah. like i knew I, it wow. right but i forgot when i saw frozen not <clears throat> because she wasn't didn't do a good job but it's I mean, a come piece on. it's a piece uh, yeah it's a, it's a fucking disney show yeah. uh which well i'll say that that was a theme park show that happened to be on broadway um correct yeah, I mean it's okay. There was just it was very humanized and also very fantasticalized. The staging the of the most... Jewish family was my personal favorite. I I thought that yes. they did that so. It's a first it's a, again the first time I understood what the play was trying to say about that. Yes, so, such a great commentary. And to cast Chip, and we're talking as very Reb- vaguely right now. So I very I hope vaguely, that you, but- I hope that you. People have gotten to see this. <laughs> Go fucking see Carolina Change if you're local. You know what I mean? It's and if you're vaccinated, like, goddammit. It closes it. by like the first week of, of January or first or second week. I it might be see gone the by the time this comes out. It's, uh, maybe, maybe we should go. and then I, I'm, go- I'm definitely seeing it one more time. I, 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 I well, want to see go. it one more time. I'll go with you. On the I'll con. Go. Uh, and let's let's <laughs> let's go sit somewhere nice. God damn it, we're just people. All right. So I think that that's you know. Listen, the, the, these are the highlights of the year. Is theater. We can't help it. We are theater queen. We are queens of the south. Huh? Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter where you come from. You always go back to where you started. So that okay, everyone. So listen, I don't really believe in resolutions per se, uh, but I do believe in intentions, Jason. Hmm. Do you want to share your 2021, 2022 intentions or your namaste? I am going to continue to try and uh, connect the dots more. I, I, I have a tendency to be all over the place. Uh, and uh, I, I think that some of the things I do are distracting to the things that I'm trying to do 
and I'm trying to keep those. I want to try and keep those dots in order a little bit, a little better this this year. I love that. Yeah. I love. It's really that. difficult to do because you get. I get a lot of things thrown my way. Oh and yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. I can do that. But like, does it line up with what I'm doing? Not always. So trying to. Well, now that, that you're that making more. six figures too, I mean, you have this luxury <laughs> to. You know the the luxury of you know just I don't I don't think I want to do that anymore. Uh, no, but there's power important. in that. There's there power is power. In that. There is no greater power than the power of 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 no. Nope. Nope. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah. Some yeah, like like you know, no. Gone are the days when I will hop on a a, a, a Zoom reading and uh, for a character that has six lines. Not that I'm not happy to do it. But well, that's that's ninety minutes, two hours that I have to sit in this this reading, you know. But mother, it, what it, you uh, must understand is I lead. <laughs> <laughs> that's really what I'm trying to say. I'm the lead, or a really good second banana. I fucking agree. Hello, <laughs> good morning, class. Like I completely. Oh yes, no, trust me. Yeah, we're on this. I think that's fucking great, Jason. I think it's great that you're. That's where your head's at, and I wholeheartedly agree and concur and want to be inspired by adapting that to my own adaptogens of change. I want to, I guess, you know, sort of in a similar way, I want to be more mindful Mm -hmm. about my behavior that has been repetitive that I finally can see the forest for the trees and identify it. Now it's a matter of being like, okay, but why? Do you know what I mean? Like, because before I couldn't even like see it. Now I'm like, oh, huh. Hmm. That's interesting. That's been happening a lot this year where I'm like, what? Like I'm pulling out of my own, yeah. like, you know, my own show. And I'm like watching it as a crew member. And I'm like, it's important to do that. Yeah. You know, because listen, we're the lead of our movie, aren't we? Correct. And not for nothing. We get lost in the fantasy of our own life. Yeah. You know, because it is just a fantasy. Like we, we kind of, all of us just create this little fantasy, right? And then everyone kind of believes it around us. And then we draw people in who are chasing the same fantasy. <laughs> you know, it's like you see it all the time. You especially see it in the gay community, right? Where like yeah. all these queens have the same body and the same this and the same that. They're chasing a certain little fantasy. You know what I mean? That yeah. they want. Yeah. Um, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, to that end, you know, and then you, you, anyway. So with that, I, I'm now though pulling out in a good way. Still got it. Um, (laughs) I'm pulling out to just try to figure out the why. Much like a director I would do with a scene, I'm more concerned with what the fuck is happening before and after uh, to to inform what's happening now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's that's where my head's at, you know, and just being firm in that. And um, I I don't like this because it sounds like a resolution, but trying to also figure out what it means to me yeah. To be a little more organized. Wouldn't For me, though, not... I don't know how you feel about this, Jason. I don't want to be organized for someone else's template of what they consider that to be. I realized you can only be it for yourself. And I hope yeah. I speak for other unorganized people. Organization is just organization. Like, you know, everything that Martha Stewart taught us as children is just a, just a suggestion. Correct. Although she is the gold standard. She is the gold standard. Take that, Marie Kondo. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, on that note, we end with white women, organization, Marie Kondo. 
sexual uh, expectations. Wait, 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 wait. We always, I always do this before we sign off. Where, what are your thoughts on on romance for the romance new year? Is, do you, you know what? I'm, I'm actually. I was about to say romance is dead. Um, that's not true. It's not true. Um, I am not keeping it in my fourth sight. I'm not looking for it. Um, if it comes my way, I will, I will embrace it and, and on whatever level that I can, but it's not something that I can be focused on right now. I think that's fair. I think that's totally, totally fair. Yeah. Um, And I'll be to be continued on how I feel about mine. All right, everyone. Okay. All right. Happy fucking New Year 2022. <laughs> Please wash your hands. Make sure that you're boosted and vaccinated, my loves. Um, and, do have, what, and also have dirty, filthy, rotten sex whenever you yes, have Yes. Yes. Like, like sex. Like if your parents walked in, they would be appalled. Oh, my God. Like, And if your friends walked in, they'd say, <laughs> yes. Uh, 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 okay. So everyone, yo, we're we're excited to be back. We've mental health breaked. Uh, Jason's uh, furiously uh, uh, trying to tackle all of commercial theater at once. Apparently, uh, we're fucking gay as fuck. Uh, and 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 until that point, I'm Jay. I'm A. And, and, and we're, we're gay. We're, we're super, super gay. So, you know, be, be gay with us. Bye. Bye. Before you go, please be sure to use your thumbs and like, follow, rate, review, and subscribe to JNA Are Gay on Apple Podcast. It really helps us spread the word about this kiki. JNA Are Gay, the podcast, is executive produced by Alvarez Kiko Salazar Productions and NYC and co produced by Jason Kerr. Original theme song lyrics by Jason Kerr. Music and arrangements by Andy Ronson with vocals by Patrice Williams and Jason Kerr. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at JNA underscore Are Gay and drop us a DM. We may feature your question on air. The views expressed on J&A are gay are those of the host and guest and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of AKS Productions and its affiliates.